the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Looking for strategies to help you protect your portfolio in these uncertain times? Visit RobBlack.com. RobBlack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. Markets were up yesterday. So we do close July as a very strong month. The S&P 500 has been a winner winner for five months in a row. Stocks ended in the green, closing out of July, where all three major indices ticked up. The NASDAQ, most of all. But I do like seeing the S&P 500 and the Dow coming along. A lot going on. Plantier was one of the latest companies in Adobe to do press releases all about AI. Plantier is one you should watch. Anything you ever want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, more retirement, insurance, what have you. I'll do really generic evergreen shows on occasion. One million more Americans will qualify for post-pandemic re-up of federal student loan payments. Applications are open for SAVE, which is called Saving on a Valuable Education. An income-driven repayment plan that will replace the popular repay, revised pay as you earn repayment. I'm torn on this one. I think way too many parents and way too many kids to college to get way too useless of degrees. I'm kind of looking at you poetry and history majors, not saying that we don't need poets and we don't need historians, but I don't know if the investment in that education at a four year college will ever pay off anymore. And that stinks. Um, so when you take out the big student loans, I hope you're thinking I'm going to need a big salary to pay it back one day. Or you hope that your government is able to say, you know what, we need this person paying taxes and not paying interest. We'll, we'll cover that interest in, for them or we'll cover that payment for them. Something needs to be done. The system seems mm, problematic, to say the least. Yesterday, workers took down the giant glowing X sign installed Friday at the San Francisco headquarters. Man, Elon Musk is just a, is he not the biggest jerk? Uh, I want to put a sign on a roof. Well, I don't own the roof, and it wasn't zoned for a sign, and it's going to flash, and it's going to piss off a lot of neighbors. I, I think I'll put a sign on the roof. Uh, the sign was temporary, according to X or Musk. Anyhow, it's just I find him funny. And like, I don't think uh, Twitter or X is his wheelhouse, per se. So far, not so good. California's new privacy regulator, the only agency in the United States devoted solely to privacy issue, has announced its first investigation into plans to probe whether your smart car is too smart. The Watchdog's Enforcement Division plans to examine what manufacturers are doing with the data collected from the Internet connected autos. You know, there's areas where I really don't mind privacy issues, like if my car knows where I'm at and it tells the company. But then you get into this idea of, well, what if you start getting ads in your car based on where you're at? You're driving by a mall. Oh, okay, it's a little bit weird, but still, it still doesn't get me. 
Um, California loves the privacy. A new nuclear reactor went public uh, or turned on in the South. Georgia's plant Voktel has taken a brand new reactor online. First built from scratch nuclear reactor to get turned on in the United States in decades, supplying uh, parts of Georgia, Florida, and Alabama with capacity of up to 500,000 homes and businesses. The new reactor went live seven years later than planned and cost balloon $14 billion, uh, from $14 billion to $35 billion. Again, trade-offs, right? If nuclear energy is not the ultimate compromise, what is? You get nuclear waste, but you get clean energy, all things considered. No white uh, greenhouse gases. The two nuclear energy projects um, going on in other countries right now, in Canada and China. China has plans to build at least six to eight new reactors a year. Are we going to fall behind because of our reliance on coal and oil and natural gas? There's questions, right? Taco Bell was hit with a proposed class action lawsuit. I thought you, you thought I was going to talk about a new Crunchwrap, huh? Nope. Lawsuit claiming the chain advertises its Mexican pizzas and Crunchwraps as having more than double the fillings they actually do. Who the heck has time to sue Taco Bell about how much is actually in their Mexican pizzas or food in their Crunchwraps? I will say uh, what you see on TV is beautiful and what you see in the restaurants looks kind of like it's been sitting under a heat lamp for days, but I'm not going to sue them for that. I think I kind of know that going in, right? My spouse will eat Taco Bell when she's had a drink, and uh, I won't touch it. I'm a bit of a food snob, ladies and gentlemen. Um, August is set to start a little soft today because of the 10-year treasuries playing at 4%. I, I think one of the things I used to say a lot 25 years ago was I buy stocks under 3.5% on the 10-year treasury. And I buy bonds over three and a half percent. That's been holding kind of true. Um, I would say 3.75 to four. I'm definitely buying income. Um, Or I'm buying hyper growth. So better than expected results from Caterpillar and Merck, as well as Uber. Uber reported the first gap profit in company history. They've got some buyers and sellers in the mix today. Caterpillar. Here's a company that I own. And I don't talk about this one very often because it's uh, boring. Now, again, I don't want you to go out and do what I'm doing. But do you remember when you were a young baby? Uh, When you were a kid, your parents would put you on a a caterpillar or you'd watch truck movies and you go, room, 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 room. Pretend you're a, a bulldozer. There's not that many companies that make the equipment that Caterpillar makes. I'm not saying that you should do like I do, but I think it's a good long-term little bit of growth and a little bit of income kind of stock. It's not going to be AI. Although on occasion, they do talk about going uh, with more kind of robotics in the... uh, in the farm, crops in the fields. So anyhow, let's talk about cool stuff today. Let's talk about the markets, where we're going, what's happening. If I were to give you a stock market update, I'm feeling the market is overdue for a pullback. It's had a stellar first seven months of the year. 
The 10-year Treasury is above 4%, which you can get a safe investment in a government bond or Treasury. We've always paid back our debt. And you're getting 4% plus. Or you can put it in the stock market and say, oh, is it a roller coaster? Not a roller coaster. I do not think the stock market is a roller coaster. A little bit, bit of weakness in the big names like Apple, Amazon, Meta, and Alphabet. Um, they're influential laggards, as I would refer to them, because they influence the S&P 500 so much. There were some negative reactions to earnings out of JetBlue, Norwegian Cruise and uh, Cruise Line, and Zoom Info. Bit of a drag. Strength today in utilities and consumer staples. We have to have food. That's a consumer staple. Things that we have to have. Uh, utilities. I have the electricity on right now. You can call me at uh, what is the number? I forgot. 800 <laughs> 516 1220. You don't know 516 You can drop me an email, at Big of August at the Toll House Hotel in Los Gatos. The seven readiness tests of retirement. Learn more at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Think you're in good shape for retirement? Find out how you're really doing with the seven tests of retirement readiness. Join Rob Black and CFP Chad Burton of EP Wealth Advisors, Thursday, August 24th in Los Gatos. They'll walk you through these seven tests to find out whether you are really ready for the retirement you want. Rob will provide timely commentary, and Chad will share specific strategies for taxes, income, long-term care, safe money, investing, life goals, and more. If you have at least 500000 in investable assets and want to retire better, pass on your estate, and minimize taxes, this event is for you. Find out if you're on the right track with the seven tests of retirement readiness, Thursday, August 24th, 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. at the Los Gatos Toll House Hotel. Space is limited, so sign up today at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Can you pass all seven tests? Sign up today online at robblackshow.com. So we have markets that are trending lower. Yesterday was the closeout of July. Why am I saying it so slowly? Because I'm trying to push a concept onto you. What is that concept? It's that the first day of a month after the last day of a month, it could sometimes be a reversal. As portfolio managers say, at the end of the month, we have to send out our top 10 holdings. <clears throat> and we want to make it look like we own Meta, Alphabet, Apple. You get the idea. And today they're like, let's sell those guys. Let's get a little bit of money going. Go after some of the value plays on Wall Street for the next 30 days. It doesn't work exactly like that, but that's the right idea. Let's talk about being single in retirement. There's a thing, great divorce, where parents wait for their children to go to college before they announce their divorce. I see it a lot. <clears throat> I had children later in life, so I'm seeing a lot of families of people my age where for lack of a better phrase, the man goes out and gets a younger wife. Uh, I don't usually see it the other way around. What would I do if I was single and as gray? You got to start thinking about some of these things. Um, 
some of these things that I'll bring up are things that you should do in retirement anyway. Um, buy an investment property is an idea. If you like doing home repairs like I do, buy a house that needs some love. Fix it up and get your hands dirty. It's a good way to spend time. Um, I prefer home improvement. Like this weekend, what will I do? I'll always find an idea. Last weekend, uh, it was kind of filling some cracks in the garage and areas where mice might get in. It wasn't the most manliest of work, but it was fulfilling. I like doing it well and making it look good, too. If I were single in retirement after a great divorce, I'd consider adopting a pet. I'd prefer getting outside, maybe get a little bit more spiritual. All the friends and coworkers who I've ignored in the last 10, 20, 25 years as life goes by, I'd reconnect with. Uh, one thing that I know I want to do is mentor high school kids on journalism and or something along those lines. Uh, it could be podcast journalism. It could be pure journalism. I had a teacher in high school, Susan T. Burkert, who uh, said her T, the middle name T stood for test. She was tough on the outside, but she had a big heart and she really quite helped me in my life. Um, I would like to do that for other kids, especially in journalism. I hope to visit my children in retirement, especially if I'm single. Um, I don't mind traveling by myself in any way, shape or form. These are all ideas that you should have for retirement in your head, um, either as a single person or as a married couple. Buying a new home. This is something I'm hearing more and more of is that millennials and kind of depressed. Buying a new home tricky to do. Thought I'd give you some ideas on it. Keep in mind, lenders are salespeople, so it's a good idea to talk to an expert who can offer objective advice. Um, there was a peak in real estate madness two, two and a half years ago. I had a home that I was planning to sell because there was another home that I wanted to move to. I wanted to go from San Mateo County to Marin County, um, primarily because of one school. And also, I think the home that I owned in San Mateo, we had outgrown. It was 1,700 square feet with three men who were six feet tall. Uh, my kids are six feet tall. That's so weird to see. Every now and then I turn the corner in the kitchen. I'm like, who's the man in my kitchen? Um, so I moved to rent and I had to sell a house to buy a house. I took the equity from one home and put it into a second home. It could be frustrating. Um, the ideal solution is to get ahead of it. As someone who spent the final few years of COVID in a home that I thought I was going to retire in, I have no idea how I started preparing myself sooner than later, other than we were realizing the school system in San Mateo just wasn't working. And my kid was go is in middle school, and it was no joke anymore. Elementary school was a joke. Middle school was much more serious, so we had to get him to a middle school system that would support his learning differences. Um, he's got a little bit of what I have, which is a type of dyslexia, which is called surface, which is not the IB4A type, but it's how you process images. 
do you see what you're supposed to see? If like, for instance, I can't see uh, constellations. People are like, look, 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 look. I'm like, yeah, okay. I kind of got it. Um, if you showed me a bicycle without spokes, I'd go, it's a bicycle. If you showed me a car without a wheel, I'd say, it's a car. I wouldn't say it's a car without a wheel. Um, and you kind of learn through life to kind of like figure out how to do that. So it makes learning foreign languages really difficult in the classroom, but really easy when you're in the country itself. Um, and I never got help with it. So I went through high school without having uh, any help and college without having any help on my learning differences. I, I would say the only issue that I got help with was I tested out of a uh, foreign language in large part because of uh, my inability to see the words. Many Americans remember uh, words by uh, an image. So if, like uh, Shin was dog. You would see a dog in your head and you'd uh, see the French word underneath it, Shein, or it's something like that. I don't know exactly how to say it, but anyway, make a plan. That's super important for me. Um, I don't like anything without a plan. So if you're buying a home and you're moving from one home to the next, make a plan. Look at your 401k. Look at your savings. Look at your investments. It's a good time to update everything. Um, make it easy to sell that first home. And one of the ways you do that is strategically invest in renovations and home improvements. I think a gold toilet's worth it because people would say, look, it's a gold toilet. I'm kidding. Um, I think staging a home is usually a pretty good idea. A few bags of dark mulch and flower beds goes a long way. A few tasteful pieces of furniture are lovely. And, um, Again, one of the reasons I'll work at home this weekend is I like to maintain my home. And another thing I did last week was get rid of a lot of boxes because I have a garage. I store boxes in case I'm going to sell that TV or move it to another location. I'm like, nope, uh, time to stop storing boxes. So I spent hours breaking down boxes. Um, I think if you're going to move from one home to the next, it can be really, really stressful. But again, um, upgrading your current home and having a really good uh, real estate agent really, really helps. But again, keep in mind, they are salespeople trying to get a commission. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. What's the best way to choose a financial advisor? Download our guide at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies fell yesterday as fears over the Curve decentralized finance platform rocked sentiment for the digital assets. The price of Bitcoin dropped 1.5% over the past 24 hours to 28950 It's playing with a kind of psychologically important $30,000 level. Bitcoin is now firmly below its 50-day moving average which bodes ill for the prices from a technical standpoint. In the last 50 days, people are getting less interested is all that means. This is considered a minor breakdown. It increases risk to the next support at the 200-day moving average, which is around 26,700. I don't talk a lot about moving averages on a regular basis. In large part, you can get caught up in the stuff and it can make you crazy. Um, my question is, 
what cryptocurrency are we talking about? It's called Curve. And if I'm going to do crypto and I'm not, it's Bitcoin. Maybe Ethereum, but it's Bitcoin. It's nothing else. Maybe 1% to 5% of the most speculative thing I could own. Right now, I don't own any. The most speculative thing that I own is Airbnb. So that should tell you something. Um, The curve chaos introduces short-term pressures for cryptos, but market participants remain upbeat as traders await a key catalyst, which is the approval or denial of new applications for Bitcoin exchange-traded funds, i.e. ETFs. BlackRock and other financial giants filed for spot Bitcoin ETFs in June. Whether or not the Securities and Exchange Commission waves through these applications, many have been unsuccessful in the past, looms large. So again, that's your update on Bitcoin. Not my kind of investment yet. Still haven't been out and about oot in a boot, as my Canadian friends would say. Where this weekend, me and a, uh, another couple went to dinner and we paid. Uh, they're like, do you want me to Venmo you the money? Do you want me to PayPal you the money? Do you want me to Apple Cash you the money? They didn't say, can I Bitcoin you the money? That's what I'm waiting for. Something along those aha moments. My brother, David, who is a wonderful human being. um, Great big brother. Visited me many, many, many years ago in San Francisco. And uh, he and his lady friend wanted to go to dinner. And I'm like, uh, from your hotel to sketch an Uber. He's like, what's an Uber? I mean, don't we all have stories like this at this point in time? Uh Uber had a great quarter. It's down 5% today. After the ride, hailing company posted its first ever quarterly operating profit, but revenue fell short of expectations. Uber reported earnings of 18 cents a share for the first quarter compared with a per share loss of about 33. Profitable. Revenue rose to 9.2 billion from 8 billion last year. Uber was expected to report adjusted earnings of 16 cents a share on a revenue of 9.3 billion. So they really missed on the revenue side. Um, stock has doubled this year. That's probably why the stock's down 5% today, because it's not a bad quarter. Robust demand, not bad. New growth initiatives, not bad. Continued cost discipline resulting in an excellent quarter with trips up 22% and a gap generally accepted accounting principles, operating profit, for the first time in Uber's history. I tend to like my profits to be a little cleaner. I don't like EBITDA. If the company is using the word EBITDA, that means earnings before interest, tax, depreciation, and amortization. And to me, that's just a made-up fantasy number. GAAP, G-A-A-P, is another one that I'd prefer a little bit cleaner with generally accepted accounting principles. Um, Uber's gone from burning through billions in cash to targeting its first annual profit, benefiting from market share, gains at the expense of rival Lyft, and controlling cost by measures such as keeping its headcount stable and cutting spending on incentives for drivers. Gross bookings. The value of transactions made on the Uber app came to $33.6 billion, up 18% from the prior year on a constant currency basis. Uber's growth was powered by its ride-hailing or mobility segment, in which gross bookings climbed 28% to $16.7 billion. 
Um, long term, is it a name I like? I do. Uh, Uber said that their CFO plans to leave the company effective January 5. If you're like me, you instantly look at a calendar like, what month is it? So you've got the whole month of August. September is after August, right? And then you get October, November. So it's five months. It's a pretty controlled exit strategy. Um, the only thing I would really like to see with Uber is cut the net losses and show me some net income. Um, I don't want to see any adjustments. I don't like, I want a cleaner balance sheet financial statement. But what I own Lyft, not a chance. To me, owning Lyft would be like, hmm, what's a good example? Maybe Meta versus Snap, where one is just dominant and profitable, and one has kind of lost its ways. I haven't thought about using a Lyft in years. And for a while there, I was going back and forth, back and forth. Let's talk about the gap. Another company, I'm showing you companies that I like and don't like. Gap was once one of America's beloved apparel retailers. It had laid back basics. If you go back in time, um, you would see some really crazy crazy images of how Gap dressed America in classic denim. Gap just announced some tell executive Richard Dixon will become Gap's new CEO. I feel it's been a company since for about 20 years without proper leadership. So I've stayed away. <clears throat> There's a period of time in the 90s where I would have called it a retail idea, but not now. Gap was once one of the most beloved retailers in the United States as emblematic part of American fashion style. It had vibrant marketing campaigns brimmed with catchy jingles and popular celebrities. I don't know if you want to, but you can go to YouTube and type in Gap commercials from the 90s. I think you'll be impressed or you'll be nostalgic is probably the right idea. And nostalgia sells. They've been caught in an uphill battle for relevance in an era where the mall brands continue to lose their luster. And trendy e-commerce sites, direct-to-consumer, are winning. Gap went from basic to bland, and now even bright spots like Old Navy, which is part of the brand's portfolio, may be losing their footing. My kids used to love shopping at Old Navy. They felt they were getting a lot for a little. Gap still remains one of the largest specialty retail companies in the United States. Gap was started by Doris and Don Fisher in San Francisco in 1969. Worthy of note, one of my neighbors. The Fishers raised more than $60,000 to open their own store on Ocean Avenue in San Francisco. The whole idea of the name of the Gap was Generation Gap. The first Gap store primarily sold only Levi's and records. Gap's popularity exploded. The next year, the Fishers opened a second store in San Jose and then established a company headquarters in Burlingame, California in 1971. By 1973, Gap had 25 stores across the United States. It expanded to the East Coast. 
it was synonymous with American classics like blue jeans and T-shirts and back to school. In 1976, the company went public. Fisher is now one of the largest private uh, art dealers in America. Not art dealer, but art owner. Interestingly, he lets a lot of his art be shown in public places because the public place will pay for the insurance on it. He still owns it. As Gap looked to grow the company, it started to eyeball acquisitions, and it acquired Banana Republic in 1983. They continued to grow and came up with a new category called Gap Kids in 1986. I remember when I was a young man in 86 going to the mall and maybe with a girlfriend and we'd go shopping on a Friday night as a date, maybe before a movie or after a movie. Gap also opened Gap Body for intimates and athletic apparel and Baby Gap for baby apparel. In 1987, Gap jumped over the Atlantic and opened a store in London. Is my favorite CEO, maybe of all time next to Steve Jobs, is Millard Drexler, also known as Mickey. He was hired in the 1990s, and that's when Gap exploded. His eyeball for fashion um, was brilliant, in my opinion. Old Navy was created during his tenure, initially as a lower-priced alternative to Gap when it opens its door in 1994. It's had a lot of playful designs, fun slices of Americana, a lot of 4th of July apparel. Drexler was asked to step down in 2002 as the mall stopped losing, stopped losing its relevance or started losing its relevance. Anyhow, uh, Rachel from Friends, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, they were all part of ad campaigns. And that's kind of, I think, where they started losing their way. So will the new CEO bring it back? Or will he not be able to manage an escape path of interesting for fashion? Because right now, it's just not interesting. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me online at Rob Black Show. Don't forget a big event coming up in August in Los Gatos. Sign up at robblackshow.com. Visit the Rob Black Show online at robblackshow.com. Listen to archived podcasts, market updates, and information from EP Wealth's certified financial planners online at robblackshow.com. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we could always talk about. Amazon has a virtual clinic for common ailments, and it's expanding it nationwide. Common ailments would be things like pink eye and urinary tract infections, not necessarily the bigger issues like cancer, Um, sinus infections, acne, migraines, all something they can help with online. Users select the condition. They choose a provider, answer a brief questionnaire. Depending on where they live, users can connect with a clinician over video or text messages. Amazon does not provide the telemedicine services itself. It's just a platform. It connects with other telemedicine uh, partners. Users in all 50 states can access the service today. The company vets the quality of each provider and internal operations determines that they've stood up as a provider group. E-commerce giant also makes sure to provide groups are staffed across all 50 states to be able to deliver care in a timely response. Um, Amazon keeps tinkering with healthcare. So far, they haven't really got it right. Um, will they? I think they will. Um, it is something in America that we need 
for me, I look to get a physical and they're like two and a half month wait. And I'm like, oh, I know, I know I'm spoiled, right? Um, Amazon has one medical, which I think is starting to make some nice headway, but they're keeping it super, super quiet. Um, my spouse has had some intestinal issues and getting to her gastrointestinalologist, I don't know what the right word is, was a two plus year wait. So I was like, why don't you jump on uh, one medical? She did, got a prescription later that day, got advice from a doctor. Why don't you stop the prescriptions? So she was able to move forward and kind of clear up her issue. Getting old is not fun. Um, I'll leave it at that. Still, I think the story of the day has to be Taco Bell sued over amount of meat, beans, and a Mexican pizza and crunch wraps. Um, I totally agree. I, I think what you see on TV and what you get in person are two very different things. Uh, I think I remember in the 1980s, there's some sort of law that food that McDonald's and Wendy's uses in commercial actually has to be food from the restaurant. And they, they you're, but they're allowed to paint it. They're allowed to put uh, hairspray on it to make it look as appealing as possible. But when you see a commercial with a big fatty beef and bean burrito and you get there and it's like a size of a pinky. You're like, that's disappointing. A big gain in Caterpillar today up 7.2%. Merck up 1% after earnings reports have led to outperformance. Um, it's nice to see. Notice I'm not talking about the big tech companies, right? Um, Phoenix's record-breaking hot streak finally ends. I think that's the story. I think that's going to be a, you know, a Time Magazine story of the year at the end of the year. Um, so the Dow's up today just a little bit. The NASDAQ and S&P 500 down just a little bit. Russell 2000 down 1.2%. I think um, I like seeing the Russell 2000 outperform in the last two months. Um, it's starting to get to a normal year kind of performance. I want to see the Russell 2000 average 8 to 12% a year. And it's in that ballpark. So I think it's done its job. I think the NASDAQ is still basically uh, in love with AI. If you take AI out of the tech valuations, you'd probably see the NASDAQ more reasonably, not up 38%. So I really like seeing Caterpillar today up. I own shares of Caterpillar. Um, again, I tell you that because A, I'm being honest. Um, I just, I, I think that's really, really important that I disclose what I own, but then followed up with, you shouldn't own what I own unless you're me. Um, consultant broker advisor today, actually not any stock I ever mentioned. I think my plan is to own Caterpillar until the day I die. That's my goal. Um, is it doable? I, I guess we'll find out. Um, Caterpillar constructs a rock solid second quarter report to end uh, um speculation that they were weak um caterpillar registered second quarter of better than expected earnings expanding its bottom line by 74 percent year over year to five dollars and five cents a share 
Caterpillar does not anticipate a favorable tens, trends to slow over the near term. They've had better than expected growth and lower than expected manufacturing costs, including freight. They expect those trends to um, not slow. They expect to have better than expected manufacturing costs and better than expected volume growth. That's very, very bullish. Caterpillar sees upbeat momentum in North America. Uh, outside of China, which Caterpillar noted will endure further weakness. Um, Asia Pacific should see growth in subsequent quarters. Caterpillar unearthed excellent second quarter results, and they've um, appreciated about 40% since late April. Despite the tremendous rally, the stock's valuation remains reasonable at 16 times forward earnings. Um, I bought it this year, um, early in the year, and I feel very comfortable owning it for the long term because I'm patient. It is not for everyone. Caterpillar has a virtual headquarters visit with Deutsche Bank coming up August 10th. Those are cool things for me to get insights that you don't necessarily know are out there. But because I work in the industry, I find this and I'm always educated myself. Market's overdue for a pullback. We may or may not get it. Uh, it is the start of a new month. 10-year treasury yields back above 4%, which is problematic. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Don't forget a big event coming up in the end of August in Los Gatos at the Toll House Hotel. Learn more about it at robblackshow.com. Think you're in good shape for retirement? Find out how you're really doing with the seven tests of retirement readiness. Join Rob Black and CFP Chad Burton of EP Wealth Advisors, Thursday, August 24th in Los Gatos. They'll walk you through these seven tests to find out whether you are really ready for the retirement you want. Rob will provide timely commentary, and Chad will share specific strategies for taxes, income, long-term care, safe money, investing, life goals, and more. If you have at least 500000 in investable assets and want to retire better, pass on your estate, and minimize taxes, this event is for you. Find out if you're on the right track with the seven tests of retirement readiness. Thursday, August 24th, 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. at the Los Gatos Toll House Hotel. Space is limited, so sign up today at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Can you pass all seven tests? Sign up today online at robblackshow.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.